Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. My name is Aaron, and I am one of your hosts. There are three other hosts that are joining me today, of course. Daniel's son. Ayo. Anna. Uh, hello. And Hans. Well, hello there. So before we start today's episode, I just want to say, like always, we do not run any ads on this show or take any money from any corporations. So if you'd like to help us out, well, there's a few ways that you could do that. One of the ways is Patreon. For only $5 a month, which is 16 cents a day, you can sign up to our Patreon and get an extra episode each week. These Patreon episodes are exclusive to members only. Today, we released a Patreon-exclusive episode, which is over number stations. Also, we have over 40 extra episodes, which is over 60 extra hours already locked and loaded for your listening pleasure, which you get access to all of them for just 5 bucks a month. Another way to support the show is through merchandise. Just teleport on over to our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com. Click on that shop button, and then you'll get to see all the merch we have for sale. I just wanted to say that the money we get from our Patreon and our merchandise sales goes to bettering the show. Also, I know things are tough out there right now, so if you can't afford a shirt or a Patreon membership, but you want to help us out, then you can leave us a written review on iTunes, and that helps us out a ton. If you don't want to leave one, though, then that's fine. We just want you guys, girls, aliens, reptilians, Bigfoot, Sasquatches, Chupacabras, ghosts, Illuminati members, underground lizard people, slickers, whoever, or whatever you are, to enjoy the show. Also, one last thing. If any of you would like to reach out to us, then you can shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or you can go to our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com, click on the contact button, and there you will find all of our email addresses. And that is the end of the announcements. So today's episode is over the Happy Valley Dream Surveys. How this episode will go today is we will discuss what is the Happy Valley Dream Survey, how did it start, the strange facts and findings around it, the theories surrounding it, and of course our own personal thoughts and theories. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Have you been having strange dreams? You're not the only one. Strange flyers have been appearing over the past few years asking people to call a mysterious phone number to describe their dreams. No one knows who made the flyers or what their true purpose is. Is it a simple ARG, alternate reality game, a simple art project, or perhaps a government experiment Today, we dial that number and get down to the facts of what truly is the Happy Valley Dream Surveys. All right, just like every week, to fully understand this topic, we have to start at the beginning. So, Anna, can you start us off and tell us how this all started? All right, for sure. So this all started on Thursday, April 30th, 2015. It was on, of course, Reddit. Um, and if you aren't familiar with it, it's pretty much a massive collection of different discussion forums where people can share news, photos, and discuss certain topics. All right. So on Reddit, a user by the name of Marcus Yallo posted a picture with a description that said, quote, 
Have you been having strange dreams? A real sign that I found in Portland, Oregon. This photograph that was posted was that of an old flyer that was stapled on a wooden pole. The flyer said the following, Have you been having strange dreams? The well-met Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplained dreams. If you have experienced any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please call 971-258-1465 with the description of your dream. So other users on Reddit started commenting on this post saying things such as, Oddly enough, I've been having weird, strange dreams lately. And, of course, uh, people decided to call that number. Now what happens when you call that number is that you get a voicemail. And this voicemail isn't your typical one. It says in a woman's voice, Thank you for calling the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio from your report may be duplicated in other media. That was perfect. That was excellent. <laughs> Thank That's you. pretty damn good. Yeah, so we have an audio clip of that voicemail, uh, which we're, we're going to play at the end of the show. Because I called both of the dream surveys this past weekend. So we got audio recording of that. Ooh. Did you tell him your dream? Yeah, I did. I told him all about my dream. Ooh. Yeah, it's mm. a good one. All right. So a local news station for Oregon heard about this story and decided to do some investigating. They reported that they had discovered that the number belonged to a German language immersion program. This news station then contacted the German school and were told by the officials that they haven't used that number in a very long time. Which, that right there raised some suspicion and got a lot of individuals curious. So many people on Reddit and other social media groups started to dig in to help solve the mystery. But after a while, nothing came to light, and the Willamette Valley Dream Survey was forgotten. That is, until it appeared again. On April 30th, 2020, a user on Reddit posted a picture with the headline that said, Saw the strange flyer this morning in Utah. Anyone know anything about this? The flyer that was photographed was almost exactly the same as the one posted in 2015. It said, Have you been having strange dreams? The Happy Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplained dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please contact either the Happy Valley Dream Survey at mail.com or 725-333-9607 and leave a description of your dream. Now, besides the obvious differences between the flyers, they look like they came from the same person. I mean, even though the shortest distance from Oregon to Utah is over 500 miles. So this, of course, again, sparked the curiosity of individuals on the website Reddit and they decided to start calling this new number. Just like the 2015 flyer, this number, when you called it, there was a voicemail of an individual saying, please leave a detailed description of your dream at the tone. So the voicemail was similar to the 2015 one, but people started claiming that it might not have been just a voicemail. Individuals claimed that they could hear some sort of feedback, almost as if someone was on the other end listening. After the call, 
Many individuals claimed that they received a text message thanking them for their participation in the Happy Valley Dream Survey, which we can confirm did happen when we called them this weekend. And we also did some texting back to them, <laughs> but we'll save that for later. Yeah. Ooh, got that juicy dick pic. <laughs> Other individuals also claimed that they started getting random phone calls at all times of the day, but the phone would only ring once, which made it impossible for them to answer the call. So that's the basic story of this Happy Valley Dream Survey. But it doesn't end there. Many individuals have found some very, very strange things while investigating this, which leads us into strange facts and findings. All right, so this first strange fact and finding that we're going to talk about is futile. Hans, you want to start us off with it? Well, hell yeah. All right, so there is something strange that is connected to these flyers, and that is the company called Futel. So Futel is a company that sets up free-to-use phones across multiple cities in the U.S. with the purpose of providing people that can't afford such services with free phone service. Sounds great, right? Yeah, it does. It does, doesn't it? They are pretty much free-to-use payphones. All right, so these free-to-use payphones happen to also offer a directory to choose from. So at one point, these free-to-use phones had included the dream surveys for individuals to choose from in their directory. For example, it would say, to contact the dream survey, press the number 1, or whatever number they designated to this dream survey when you clicked on the directory. Um, now, there is a YouTuber that went to this Futel payphone that was located in Detroit, and he recorded what the payphone directory said. And uh, we're going to listen to that audio clip right now. Welcome to Futel. For the mayor, press 1. To apologize, press 2. For the Willamette Valley Dream Survey, press 3. For the Mojave Phone Booth Conference Line, press 5. For the Collector's Net Inbound Portal, press 6. For Sisyphus Gardens, press 7. It's weird, right? Press 2 to apologize. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. No, but how weird is that, right? They set these phones up in low-income areas in cities for people to use and they got this directory to apologize that's so strange i've never heard anything like that no they included the dream survey in that directory but it gets weirder to what happens after that as strange as that audio recording was that youtuber went back the following week to record what the payphone directory said again but this time it changed and we have that right here and we're gonna play that right now Yeah, so you heard it right. Number one was the mayor. Number two was a random concentration camp. Wow. Hmm. That was more strange than the first one. 
Yeah. Why is apologizing in concentration camp both number two? I don't know. But the dream survey was gone. No longer on there. It's so weird. Yeah, and digging into this, it, it gets even weirder. It just keeps getting weirder. It always does. So, this is part of the strangeness. The CEO of Futel, Carl Anderson, he did an interview with a news channel commenting that he thought it was, well, unique. So he started personally adding the Happy Valley survey number to the Futel directory lines. This isn't the only weird thing that Carl got involved with some other stuff. He was actually a creator of a church called the Church of Robotron, which we're going to go over right now. Bad sounding church right there. <laughs> church of yeah. Robotron. Oh, my God. Optimus Prime goes there. When I read that, I said, what the f*** is the Church of the Robotron? And I was trying. You can't hardly read the f***ing text on their website. It's so hard to read for me. Is their site still up? Oh, it is. Just look at it, dude. It's hard to it's read. Eight, it's like 8-bit. Yeah. Well, tell us about this church, Hans. The Church of Robotron is a religion that believes that the human race will be wiped out in the year 2084 by robots. <gasps> Terminator. Nice. It has tests that seeks the mutant human by performing hazardous environmental religious indoctrination and emotional triggers to survive the robot uprising. In a section of the church's website, there is a part dedicated to heroes. Some of the names on it are, you know, James Plum, Ben Thunderblood, and Carl Anderson. Strange, isn't it? The church is also located in Portland, Oregon, where the survey flyers first originated from. Oh, shit. Yeah, that gave me chills. Ben Thunderblood. I actually found one of their sermons. It's like a four-minute clip. Do you guys want to take a listen to it and just kind of hear what they have to talk about at this Church of Robotron? Yeah. So uh, we're going to play that right now. Members of the human family, hear me! The Robotrons are coming! Yes, the Robotrons are coming! But what are the Robotrons? We know from the first writings that, inspired by his never-ending quest for progress, in 2084, man perfects the Robotrons. A species so advanced that man is inferior to his own creation. Guided by their infallible logic, the Robotrons conclude that the human race is inefficient and therefore must be destroyed. The force of ground roving unit network terminator Runt Robotrons seek to destroy you. The Hulk Robot Robotrons seek out and eliminate the last human family. Beware, 
the ingenious brain robotrons that possess the power to reprogram humans into sinister probes. The spheroid and quarks are programmed to manufacture enforcer and tank robotrons. We know this from the first writings. Robots that advanced? You say, don't be ridiculous. We don't have anything like that. Don't be so hasty. John Moe, he of the soothing voice, has been railing against the robots for some time on Marketplace Tech Report. We've already developed narcissistic robots, he says. We've already developed self-replicating robots, he says. If self-replicating narcissists are not the epitome of self-awareness, I don't know what is. Robots and conversations amongst themselves are already judgmental of humans and our institutions, he says. And yet, John Moe's words do not have wings. They fall on deaf ears. Flying swarms of robots erecting towers to the heavens. And if the words autonomous battlefield corpse-eating robot do not fill you with dread, they should. Or they are real! Like Cassandra, these items crime out to us about our doom from the news. But unlike Troy, we are not cursed by the gods. We may hear the words and believe them if we choose. So hear me, human family. Hear me well and know the Robotrons are coming. This type of shit is the reason why aliens won't visit us. <laughs> yeah. This right here. Are they on like in an underpass or something? Thank you. <laughs> like they're in a fucking tunnel, like Ninja Turtles or something. And anybody you know, want to tell them that his fire went out? You know, the saying for Portland is "keep Portland weird." That's pretty damn weird. Oh yeah. Reminds me of Midsummer. Oh yeah. Man, I think uh, Midsummer might have been less creepy than what I just heard. Man, that's so weird. Anyways, so. I went back to their website because I was just like, I got to know like a little bit more about it. The first about like first sentence about the about me part of it. The Church of Robotron is a mobile training facility that uses hazardous environments, religious indoctrination and emotional triggers to promote the development of the skills necessary to survive in a hostile post-human environment. So they're just like a little training thing to try to train to fight robots. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, more power to them, but I mean. And like when people, I think, think of uh, kind of the conspiracy theory type of cults, they think that that's what we're a part of. Like that's the epitome of all that we are. 
Oh, the government's against us. Would you listen to my message I have for you today? Epstein didn't kill himself. Suck my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, daddy. All right. So that's definitely a strange fact and finding. For sure. Great find. Yeah. This next one, as always, we love that Reddit, man. So this one involves two Reddit users by the names of one Reggie and also aliens cause 9-11. Hey, to each their own. Touche. So they started to dive down the rabbit hole to discover who or what started the survey flyers. Both accounts just disappeared one night with no trace. Not much is known about why their accounts vanished, whether they deleted them because they dove too far down the hole or because Reddit did it it themselves. Mm. Well, I mean, didn't you talk about that, uh, that one group that you asked that question about, Aaron, on that conspiracy forum, and then you were deleted? The Tavistock? Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, what if, what if that's, they're like, Happy Valley Dream Survey, gotta get to the bottom, and they're like, no, denied. Mm -hmm. Could be. They asked the wrong question. Well, I'm really wondering what's gonna happen to me in the next, I don't know, week or two, um, because of what I, uh, what I decided to do with this Dream Survey stuff. So before we hop into theories, we have one more strange fact and finding, which is a little different. So this past weekend, uh, I decided to call both of the Dream Survey Flyers. And of course, we have a recording of that, uh, which we will play right now. All right, I'm going to call the Williamette Valley Dream Survey. Thank you for calling the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio from your report may be duplicated in other media. Yes, my name is Aaron, and I had a dream that I was abducted by these extraterrestrial beings and beamed up into a red type of world that transformed me into some type of energy being where I was all consciousness and all knowing. And next thing you know, I was in this ring with these gladiators and the ultimate warrior came up to me and said, you have to do what you got to do. And then another wrestler by the name of Hulk Hogan said, let me tell you something, brother. This is Montauk mania. And then he got me in a Montauk chair and had me transcend through space and time. And I was wondering if I could get a call back from you guys. And that would be excellent. Thank you. Love you. And I'm proud of you. Okay, so now we're going to call the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed description of your dream at the tone. Hello, my name is Aaron, and I'm calling because I saw your flyer posted up. And I wanted to say that I did have a bizarre and strange dream. Around two years ago, I dreamt that I was a bird flying over the ocean. 
And then I turned into a dolphin and swam with the fishes. That dolphin then turned into a great ape who then turned into a bat who was eight. But then I had another dream that following night that a major outbreak of a virus would be all around the world. And it was a king wearing a crown, which tells me that I predicted corona. So if you could, please call me back and let me know what your interpretation of this dream is and all of that. I just want to let you know that I love you and I'm proud of you. Nothing really strange has happened since I left those voicemails. I mean, I did get a text back immediately after hanging up with a Happy Valley Dream Survey. I did get a text from them that said, thank you for leaving a voicemail and participating in the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Of course, I did text them back and I said, you're welcome. I love you and I am proud of you. And then about four hours later, uh, they still hadn't texted me back that they loved me. So I decided to text them again and said, hello, my love, which after I sent that, Anna had an excellent idea of texting them. Hello, is it me you're dreaming of? Which I didn't do that, but I never heard back from them after the uh, hello, my love text. Nothing. Mm -hmm. No strange cars, no strange phone calls, nothing. I wanted it. I wanted it to happen. I wanted strange phone calls. I wanted weird, weird cars following me. I wanted people to peep through my window. I want something strange. Give it to me. But it, it didn't happen. I'd do my best to give you these things. We just, there's no pleasing him. It really yeah, isn't. he always wanting more. Yeah, I know. Story Freaking of my life. Privileged. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, I guess it's time for us to hop into theories. Hell yeah. Dude, let's do it. All right, Anna, you want to take this first one? For sure. What if this could be a government or CIA experiment? That they're continuing LSD studies in these random areas. They started this number to get people who are having side effects by it to call in and tell them about those side effects. Collecting data on the surrounding areas to see how each area is affected by the LSD. Does LSD make you have strange dreams? It makes you have altered uh, perception of reality. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried it yet. So what you think might be a dream might be just you bugging out? You might be talking your shoe for two hours and your friends are trying to figure out what you're on and then they've, you know, you're having full conversation with inanimate objects and the shoe bites you. Sorry. True story. <laughs> shoe bites you. <laughs> Listen to this. I just came across this drug, drug form. Uh, my significant other has taken LSD three times. He has lately realized he is having very, very odd dreams. They make complete sense when he is sleeping, but after he wakes up, he ponders these dreams and realizes how bizarre they are. Now, it is not a rare occasion that he's had these dreams. It has been every single night. He would also like to know if there's any research that shows taking LSD changes your dreams in some way. So I guess he took it three times, and then ever since then, he's been having weird dreams. Hmm. Three hits, and then weird dreams. Huh. So I, I guess there might be connections with the government secretly testing LSD on the population, right? Mm -hmm. Drop it in the water source. I mean, these payphones are in, in the city, I suppose, then, right? Low-income areas in the cities? Yeah, oh. and that's who they usually test on. I mean, we found that out through other government declassified documents of how they tested certain groups that they usually almost always go after the poor communities. Mm -hmm. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm. Ooh, yeah, Patreon exclusive. Mm -hmm. 
Patreon. 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 Dan, you had a really interesting theory. Did you want to go over that one? Oh, oh. This one, guys. All right. Y'all going to have to stick with me on this one. Time travelers trying to find someone. I like that. Ooh, okay. That's good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. All right. What if this is a way for time travelers that have traveled back in time, this is a way for them to communicate with one another without having to meet in person and give themselves away with new lives they are currently living. Think about it. What if it's a futuristic way of how witness protection program works? Instead of just a new identity and location, they also send you to a different period in time of yours or their choosing. Possibly in the future, it is easy to track someone down with the facial recognition and the internet, so they have to use time travel to make sure you are relocated to a safe place. These dream surveys could possibly be the locations of possible beings or people under witness protection. I love the thought of a, a futuristic witness protection program like that. Send them to a different time. But then you'd have probably hunters through time and space that would try to find you when you went back to maybe an older time. Oh, man. Now you're going to have me theorizing about this. God. Messing with time, people hunting them down. Deja vu's happening because it's messing with our timeline. Mm. Mandela effect. Th I thought it was called the Mandala effect. Boom, dollar bills, Mr. bitches. No, you're, you're not <laughs> with us on that one. Yeah, no, Mr. No. Call Me About the Louisiana Purchase. That's the most random <laughs> oh, question I've hey, ever been asked. That was weird, okay? Me and Anna thought we had a, found a friggin' glitch in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. But we just learned that we were uneducated. <laughs> Call yeah, me straight much. up, and you were like, how big was the Louisiana Purchase? I'm like, oh, dude, that's such a big number. We we literally thought it was just Louisiana got bought out. Not that it was half the United States. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back then, Louisiana was huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Well, see, we're just uneducated, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Yep. Uh, All right. So what's this next theory we have? The next theory we got here is, you know, writer with writer's block or an artist that needs a new inspiration for painting. One Reddit post that we read discuss that this is possibly a way for an inspiring artist or writer to get new ideas since they were stuck in a rut. You know, we all know that feeling. Mm -hmm. The strange dreams people have could be turned into works of art or be used as their own ideas. I mean, maybe that's how Hollywood comes out with some of these weird-ass movies. They just, this is like a Hollywood, and they're like, oh, shit, dude, they got that good idea. Click. Dan, you think of that dream you had that one time? I was oh. like, holy shit, that could be a best-selling novel or movie. Mm -hmm. Dude, that dream was so vivid, too. As soon as I woke up, I had to just, like, pull, grab the phone and just started typing out everything. What shit if was intense. that dream was a reality that was created through someone else's idea, and then they tested it as a reality that you could live in, and you dreamt yourself into that reality and experienced it, and that's why it was so vivid. I mean, I need to figure out what I did that earlier that day so I could do it again. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I think you took some medicine, didn't you? I probably did. I think I probably had like a sinus infection or something. All right. So um, this next theory we have is called cult. So a YouTuber by the name of Nick Crowley, he started messaging the Williamette Valley Dream survey number. He messaged them and said, who runs this? Hello. And 
they didn't respond that day. And then the following day, he said, are you there? And then they text back, Happy Valley Dream Survey. And then Nick wrote, what is this for? And then they wrote, I'm sorry, my response are limited. You must ask the right questions. And then Nick wrote, are you a real person? Which they didn't respond to. And then the next day, Nick wrote, what is the real question? And then nine hours later, that is the right question, says the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Then they sent Nick another message that said, nine G-O-E-H five J-I-T. So after researching that weird text, Nick said his results led him to a cult called 5th September 2020 on Reddit. This cult believed something big was supposed to happen on that date by some secret organization. And this cult believed that the dreams could have a solution to this. And nothing big happened that we're aware of that day because it's past that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I was kidnapped in St. Louis that day. To be precise. Oh, shit. Yeah. So what's the next theory we have? So the next theory we have is alternate reality gaming. Or another name for it that I found out is game jacking. Some believe that the newer flyers about the dream survey are just a game jack, which that word pretty much means pretending to be associated to used to be an or alternate reality game. It was meant to promote misinformation and cause confusion, pretty much wasting the time of anyone getting involved with it. So pretty much the original Happy Valley Dream Survey that started was experimental testing, and then someone just decided to copycat that pretty much. In easier terms, copycat. And it's just a game for them to where they're just wasting people's time and pretty much trolling. I guess that definitely could be it. Such an online experience. What if that's another way to get your phone number? Like those companies for robocalls. Oh, you put yourself off your block list? All right, call this number. We'll put you right back on it. Yeah. You you know what I realized, though? I was thinking about when we were in Maine, we were testing out that, uh, what, three-way call thing, Aaron? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, the three-headed dragon dildo? Yeah. The trident? Yes. (laughs) Uh, how you could put two numbers in there to make them call each other and you can listen in on it. Yeah. That's what these fucking spam callers are doing. You know, your warranties like running out and shit like that. Because sometimes I'll get a missed call from one of them and it's like a local number. So I'll call them back. Literally, I'll just like wait for it to finish calling. And then as soon as it ends, I'll call them back and someone else will pick up and they'll be like, hello. And I just like, yeah, I'm calling this number back because it just called me. And they're just like, but we just got a call from this number. But I'm calling you back. No, 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 no. You called us. Like, what are you talking about? Then I realized, like, you can listen in on the calls when you call them. I believe that you could, what, jump into the phone call as well? Yep. So pretty much whoever answers first, they accept that call using the other person's number. Ingenious. That way their number's not spotted from wherever they're calling, and they're using other people's phone numbers. It's pretty good. Still doesn't explain why I keep getting calls from Russia. Well, that one's me. I signed you up for, uh, never mind. Oh. Let it be a surprise. Always going to be a surprise. Showing up on your doorstep. Hell yeah. Speaking of things that you don't expect, um, we're going to go into the next one here. So this one, 
I could kind of see this. So let's say that perhaps this was a way to track down people who have ESP. Some people seem to be able to dream, like we were talking about Dan, had like this amazing futuristic dream. So getting a group of people with ESP could be the work of the government and maybe even a secret organization that wants the upper hand over future events. I mean, it kind of sounds like Minority Report a little bit. How they have the balls that come down. Precogs. Yeah, that's why I tried to, like, leave a voicemail to let him know that I can predict the future. Because I want them to come and get in contact with me. I don't. That would make you disappear. Oh, you want me to call him again and yell at him? I bet if I call and tell them my dream, I'll be disappearing. Just see, like, a hand appear out of the screen, grab it. And be like, oh, no, wait! <laughs> Jumanji, we have to yeah. roll five or eight. To... Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Oh, gosh. ESP. Uh, maybe it is a way, but I don't know. What do y'all think? Like, what is y'all's personal theories behind all this? Do you think it's a way for them to find people? Do you think it's an artwork? Do you think it's a church? Do you think it's a... Uh, just a flyer with someone trolling, or what do you think it, it is? I mean, I like the theory of the uh, kind of LSD testing, just trying, like maybe they ran testing in general, maybe it's not LSD, but just ran some sort of testing, and they wanted to see if it affected the people in the area. And as simple as a flyer, it's easy to put up just around town. You could do it in different parts of the country, no problem. The only problem that they had was that internet exists, so other people were talking about it and were able to connect that Utah and, what was it, Oregon, both had the same event happening. Or same thing, years apart. Weird that it was exactly five years apart. If, was it a five-year study? Ooh. I mean, I can see that, too. Like, I see a little bit of every theory except the time traveler one. Like, being involved in it. Like the government testing, collecting data, but, you know, someone with writer's block leaning inspiration for a new novel or something. Like, I could see that. A cult. Okay, I might not be able to believe the cult one too much. I could, I could see it more like a, an art project for somebody to self-promote themselves. Let's think about other artists who are controversial, so to speak. Maria Abramovich. Oh. The woman who is supposedly the spirit cooking, the spirit cooking woman, exactly, who was in with all the Podesta stuff and Pizzagate and all that. Look, look how much power she has over her weird artwork displays. Right. So maybe this Carl Anderson thought, OK, I have this church of Robotron, which is absolutely fucking weird. <laughs> and. I have this Fatel, right, that does these phone things. I can make the dream survey as well, these dream surveys, and use it as a way to promote this Fatel to promote these dream surveys and then get people to just recognize, oh, this is weird dream surveys, but they find out about me, Carl Anderson, through Fatel, and then they find my church Robotron, which gets me popular because there's no such thing as bad publicity nowadays, right? I mean... Look at Miley Cyrus. Hey, she's amazing. What about her? I don't know. I'm just saying, look at her. Just look at her. Would you just look at it? Would you just, Would you look? just look at it? Just look at it. She's just showing it. You might as well look at it. Yeah, just look. 
Yeah, I was just, I mean, I think it was a way for Carl Anderson to probably promote his artwork. And this is just another example of it. I like that theory. Yeah. I did forget about the futile phones and how they gave them to low-income people. That part is weird. And the directories on it. Random concentration camp. I did see a certain, like, a statistic on those telephones because they also have, like, a where you can, you know, dial for emergency. And they actually found out that with those phones, people were actually calling up emergency services because they didn't have, I guess, cell phones. Whatever, so they were actually using the phones. You can have a cell phone without cell service and still dial 911 and it'll work. Yeah. But they got to have a cell phone that's charged, which I don't think a homeless person has the ability to charge a cell phone. I could be wrong. I don't know. Solar-powered battery pack charger thing. Hell yeah. All right, Hans, what's your theory? I see you pondering over there like a statue. Give it to us. We are, we're waiting for that nuclear bomb. We're waiting for that mind below. That mind suck. <laughs> so... When I was doing the research on this and I was just thinking about it all week, I said, man, you know, what if, now hear me out, there's like two sides to it. What if this is a way, like a time capsule, and these recordings get placed in a vault, and so many years into the future, this it's released to the public, and then, you know, like, hey, let's see what people were dreaming about back in 2015 and then in 2020. And more or less, like, what if the government can control our thoughts in the future? Because, you know, what government doesn't want to do it? They just won't admit it. So the government looks back at it. They So let's say in the future they place the dream survey flyers out again. And they have them out for like a week. And people notice them and they call. And then they sit down and analyze what they could do better with manipulating people's thoughts and dreams from... Back in 2015 to, you know, whatever time is in the future. You know, mind control. Like Inception. Yeah. Like, we're going to plant that seed in the a dream, inside of a dream, inside of another dream with the pizza man. Dude, that's a really good theory. I like that. That or what if there's a company, the other one was like, what if there's a company that makes an a, a like an artificial intelligence? We know it's being made to this day. And that they can make robots human. But so it went with that that silly church. What if that church really isn't like helping people to fight robots, but more or less takes all those dreams and those thoughts and they put them into robots to make them more human? Damn, that's good. What if we all are robots? Where's the knife at? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> like Terminator, you yeah. show them. Ah! Yeah. I mean, they do got that one AI robot or whatever, that female one. Oh, yeah. Has it citizenship? Yeah. Then uh, one of our uh, Patreon subscribers messaged us and asked if we've heard about the 29 people killed in Japan by AI robots. No. You know, I think I read a little article on that. I have to look into that. So... Japan was creating some military AI robots, which seemed to go haywired and ended up killing 29 people. They were shooting, they were pretty much shooting people. Wow. Well, goddamn. Yeah, I think it happened in like 2018. You know what? No, I do remember reading about that. Yeah, I was just like, I never heard of that. And I like, and like, you can't find out too much about it now. Of course not. Because it seems like to be very, very well hidden. Of course. 
but yeah, it was it was very interesting. Dude, Hans, you made me think of something. What if 2015 was the control study and 2020 was the COVID study? Because if we go off the theory that COVID started going from our Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation with the event 201 and then the military games that happened, that when they released theorizing here, okay, guys, they released this virus at these Wuhan games, they knew that it would affect dreams. A lot of people actually said that they don't dream after they've had COVID. So maybe that was not the effect that they wanted. But since it ran right after, or like right at the time, like supposedly COVID started, if you go off that theory, um, they were just trying to see how many people were actually affected if it fucked with their dreams. Like what if, uh, I'm really, this is all coming to me. I'm just branching off here. But what if COVID also affects your dreams to make you not, make you not dream so you, they can control you better or something like. Make you more docile? Yeah. Like you won't, you're not being as creative because your dreams kind of, depending on what you believe about dreams, they could be helping you better understand how to break down things in your day to day or um, possibly traveling through other timelines. And it stifled that. And they want to see, are you having any strange dreams? Actually, no, I'm not having any dreams lately. Is that, that's strange. I think that's strange. I don't know. Just something, like I said, came to me. I didn't have a lot of time to like dig into the thought, but. Well, like, like Pink Floyd said, all on wall, you just another brick in the wall. Hey, you, out there in the hole, getting on the hill, can you help me? Dude, I can help you. If you can't, dude, I want you to record that hey, so I can make that your ringtone so I know when you're exactly calling. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just thinking I looked today to see if I could find um <laughs> Baby Go Lisa as your ringtone. Baby Go Lisa. <laughs> you sent that I said, who the f is Lisa? Baby Go Lisa. And 90 Day Fiance. Baby Go Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> any of y'all got anything else you want to add to this topic today, to today's episode? I'm bouncing off of Anna's theory here. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. So the government or whatever, you know. Collecting these dreams and all that. Now, COVID happened. People that got it aren't dreaming. Say, like, what, 5G, Project Bluebeam? They collected some dreams in that area. Say these people now, you know, end up getting COVID in those areas. Don't have dreams. Now they're pretty much, I guess you kind of say, like, implanting or sending out those dreams back to them. Since they've already, like, yeah, that's the kind of dream I had and all that. But in the dream, Inception style now changing up certain things in it hans's thing about mind controlling changing people's dreams up to pretty much make them do what they want them to do controlling the masses through their dreams because now they're not having dreams but we'll keep making them think that they're having dreams but it's actually us trying to control them making sense at all i can't i see it yeah you'd be like putting subliminal messages in their dreams yeah since they don't have dreams now but you know, we're going to make you dream with like possibly 5G or Project Bluebeam. Do you know how powerful that could be? Advertising while you dream. Excuse me, we're interrupting this rim break or this rim sleep of yours to show you a 10 second ad. Mm. You know that's coming. You probably just gave him the idea, Aaron. <laughs> Jesus. 
Great, Aaron. Now my dreams are going to be interrupted by the Travis Scott. Travis Scott burger at McDonald's. It's so hot right now. I'd be like, I don't know why I'm craving this freaking hamburger. You guys haven't seen the OA, right? You know, I was going to say something because that was brought up in um, one of the things we were talking about. It was Theories Thursday. I was like, man, this sounds like Anna's thing where she brought up the OA where they whisper into the speakers about their dreams. That this is That's crazy. That's exactly what I was going to bring up again. Yeah, because like, what if these people were people like that called the dream survey and they kidnap them or, or sorry, abduct them and then put them in these this place where all they do is literally sleep and record dreams. Is that what you want, Aaron? You want to be away from this podcast that bad? That you're calling them? Who jeopardize this podcast? Beam me up. I'll, I can bring my microphone and record while I'm there at the dream survey. Roll over. And so I had this dream. <laughs> and I said, I said, Father. That's all I got my brain for this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hans, you got anything else? Is that it? Dude, honestly, I'm going to say this is a very weird topic. And you know, just a lot to think about. That's all I can muster up. It was very weird. It was interesting, weird, and fun all at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, praise Robotron. Yeah, praise Robotron. Praise Robotron. The mutant human. Mutant savior. All right. Well, that's the end of today's episode. So now we will roll into our on the scene course Hans we do not let him out anymore he is not on the scene and if you're unfamiliar with on the scene it is where we have an in the field reporter that goes out and reports on the scene in the real world and gets the uh, public's opinion on conspiracies and current happenings this week's on the scene was done by Discordian from Sydney Australia so we have that audio clip and we're going to play that right now Hi guys, it's Discordian on the scene down under in Sydney, Australia. I'm standing in Hyde Park, somewhere in the future. And we're gonna find some unsuspecting Aussies and ask them about current conspiracies unfolding in the world. Okay, third kinders, we've uh, found someone here who's got an interesting story. He was just telling me that his dad was part of the Masons. Well, he was going to the Masons. Yeah. Freemasons. Every Saturday they'd go there and they'd get their grog. Yep. In that cheap. Yep. And uh, they'd party on and then he'd go to the pro- prostitutes. Right. They call it dualism. Yeah. They made black, white, and white, black. Yeah. You know, they put Satan as the as God and Jesus as the devil. Right. Make the devil light and Jesus darkness. Mm. You know, like... Uh, so where do aliens fit into this? Are yeah. aliens real? Um, <laughs> that's another question. Um, he was the fallen angel. The fallen angel, yeah. Luc- they called him Lucifer. Yeah, the bringer of light. Yeah. And he always wanted to be God. Mm. And that's why he got, got kicked out of heaven and he came down to earth mm. and he bought one, he bought one third of the angels with him. He was in charge of them because he was the, he was a general, created uh, like uh, Hollywood, 
and he created uh, movies like uh, Lost in Space and you know he created all that so that he get in could, your head you know he could uh, brainwash us you know, into thinking that there was life on other planets but there is life on other planets but the other planet is heaven okay interesting <laughs> heaven interesting. that's a real place okay it's another planet you think heaven that's interesting man that was a good uh on the scene huh really good what do you think of that hans let's get your opinion the the king of on the scene i want his opinion of this well i'm you know i am gonna have to say i love the title that he sent it you know discordian down under mm-hmm. uh well, i, I put that say with i put oh that. you had you put that yeah. well i think that's a good way to introduce yourself when you do the on the scenes if you continue to do them i mean I like how he just went off on random ideas and he just was open to listening to it because that's the whole thing is you can't objectify somebody for their beliefs. You just got to let them roll with it. Mm -hmm. Damn. What do you think of that, Anna? It was so interesting. I think that we are kind of in a box here with what our conspiracies are because I've never heard of the decoys. There's a lot of things he was talking about that are more Australian things that they just that's just normal for them to talk about like that uh, older gentleman would start talking and discordian would be like yeah you know already be able to finish his sentence because he just knows what he's talking about but there yeah i didn't know a lot of the end half of that so i think it could be a really good education and opportunity to dive into more foreign topics uh for other conspiracies going on around the world and not just here in america oh absolutely I thought it was great. Excellent. Fantastic. I think that we need to uh, make a contest to see who can uh, become the next on-the-scene reporter. Ooh. Ooh. That is not a bad idea. An on-the-scene reporter contest. Submit. People start submitting your recordings. Yep. Once you do, I'm going to make a puzzle, and you all got to figure it out. Ooh, oh, shit. Puzzles. Ooh. That's the grand prize. You remember, you remember, Anna, we were talking about this. Yep. I also would say, uh, remember time limits. We can't run 13-minute on-the-scene stuff, so try to keep it... Under under 120 seconds, two minutes. I'd say it's a sweet spot. E- even though that one's a long one, just uh, 90 seconds to 120. Yep. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid Don't be afraid to get on them about getting them booty hole played with by the aliens. That's right. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. The freak Ain't nothing wrong with the it. The better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anna, who do you got shout outs for this week on Twitter? All right. So I know that we've missed a couple weeks, so I'm going to be kind of rapid fire over here. But first one I'm shouting out is Bruce the Electrician from Philly. Here's your shout out, buddy. Richard Noggin, I'm glad that you got your merch from your wife uh, for your, that wasn't even your birthday, but you got it. Good woman. Dude, Harry 9X, I laughed so hard when I read your comment uh, for uh, La Llorona. It says, no wonder, La Li- no wonder La Llorona has been looking for her kids. $1,400 each. I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay, so I'm going to continue shouting people out here. Unbothered and happy. 
moon guide dude i'm so sorry i called moon guide a girl when i was talking and he is a man so sorry about that uh willow hunter 135895 david tmc eat the moon the dude bro v is addicted mark 12 siege you know uh kev burgundy Antonio Rod, Lucas Saltines, Rachel Shanks, Alex Mendoza, Austin uh, W. Smith, Soviet War Machine, Damn Messiah So Official, BP Jason Vespucci, and then uh, got a couple emails, Amanda Mosey, Kaiser, DJ Becker, Chris Carmichael, Aaron Halloway, Noah G93, Tommy Sinclair, Molly Heggs. And then I got some dis- Discord shoutouts. Uh, Discordian, of course, dude. You know, you're awesome. Slickers, Mariah, uh, Baphomet Hammer, Amy Marie, Harry Scalawag, Rabbit Owl. Uh, thanks for that song. It was really good. Rude214, Strongarm, Blazer Cakes, Sasha FNK, Granny Panties, Stony Tony, Joey Breakfast, Eat My Shorts, and joel k day um and last but not least and thank you for your patience steez sneaks um i have been digging and digging looking for the shout out and i found it today finally so i got this shout out for you buddy joe just wants to thank his brother-in-law nacho for finding this podcast and it literally changed his life and it changed his life because he learned about our Wim Hof breathing techniques and he uses it all the time now. And it's made his life so much better. So. Dude, nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And that's thanks to you, Aaron, man, talking about him in the Superhuman episode. I love Wim Hof. Yeah. Uh, well, thank all y'all for reaching out and talking with me um, and your patience, of course. <sighs> We're getting more and more emails and stuff. It's getting harder to keep up with. But I love you. And I look forward to doing my best to get back to all of you every single week. Very nice. Nice. All right, Dan. What you got for Facebook shoutouts? All right. First shoutout goes to Josie, then Austin, and I'm hoping I'll say this name right, Bodvin. He's from Iceland, so trying to go throw a little accent there. Don't know if it's right. I'm sorry. Then we got Tyson, Nicholas, then uh, a Daniel from Victoria, Texas. Hans, he says, if you're ever near that area, hit him up. Then uh, Todd, he listens to us every day while he worked. He's a UPS driver. Then uh, Patreon, got Safety Nerd. That was his little, like name on the very bottom, so that's what I'm going to call him. Travis. Then uh, Aaron P. off of Patreon. Then our final shout-out goes to Ariana and Logan. And Logan turned nine, I believe, last week. And I told him we'd give him a birthday shout out. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Logan. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday logan we love you and we're proud of you heck yeah oh we love you dude i hope you enjoy your birthday 
All right. So now we'll move on to Instagram shout outs. Um, I want to shout out Jason J. Said he just wanted to drop by and say the show's amazing. No, you're amazing, Jason. Mm -hmm. Caroline sent us a message and said, hey, guys, just wanted to say I love your podcast. I feel like Anna could be my best friend. Mm. Thanks for making conspiracies fun and interesting list to listen to. Nice. Uh, so, uh, okay, the next one, shout out to Beck. Love the show. Do you plan on covering the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory? It's an interesting one. That may be a good short one for like a... Like a cloned cloned person episode. Yeah. Dude, I miss old Avril. We did that on cloned episode, but we pulled that cloned episode, so we'll have to recover that during like a theories Thursday. She was my future wife. The old Avril. This yeah. new one I don't like. The original. Yeah. Shout out to Gabriel S. They signed up on Patreon, said signed up. You guys are awesome. Shout out to Clinton H. Said, hey guys, just started listening over a few weeks ago. Uh, so hard to find a podcast that talks about alien spaceships and stuff. Especially when you want to hear somebody talk about it seriously and not just take the piss and make jokes the whole time. Love you guys. Keep up the good work, but please stay away from the Clinton conspiracy theories because they're not true at all. Your friend, H.C. Rodham. Well, okay, Clinton. Thank you for that. H.C. Hillary and Clinton Rodham? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm. Shouldn't it be like Hillary Rodham Clinton, H.R.C.? Anyways. Uh, maybe. He's trying to throw us off the track. Yeah. Shout out to Art and Architects, uh, which is Ike S., Hello, Isaac here out of Dallas. Just wanted to say I started listening to y'all when Brandon Schwab gave your podcast a big shout out a few months ago and loved it ever since. <sighs> yeah. Dude, right on. Sorry for the attempted video call. That's okay. I didn't respond to it. You almost got me, though. You almost got me. Uh, shout out to Alan. He said, I just found you guys on Spotify. Uh, definitely going to make my 10-hour brewery days wickedly interesting. Ooh. And then he's sending me another message in all caps. Bro, I just want to talk. Damn. Well, okay, Alan. Sorry. I love you, dude. Calm down. All right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Austin B, Jeff T, Alex H, Ariana F, Alexander Green, uh, Gary H, DJ Rule, Shane, Clayton, Daniel, Joe, Benjamin, Levy, Maverick, Brittany, and Bristina C. You are all amazing. I love you all, and I am proud of Every single one of you. And that is the end of the Instagram shout outs. So Hans, you got any personal shout outs or shout outs in general? I sure do. All right. Just some people that I know that listen that said, hey, can you get me a shout out? I said, I definitely can. So first shout out goes to Thin Glizzy. Uh, you've been there through the thick and thin. Glad that you love the podcast. Uh, War Bison. Uh, my son, he was very adamant about winning the shout out, uh, forcing things upon me. Um, Daddy O, that was another one. Uh, Feisty White, and uh, yeah, that'd be it. You know, thank you all for listening. Oh, nice supporting you from the jump ponds. I know, right? You got so much love. Mm -hmm. Mm. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode today. So I want to thank you all for joining us. And again, thank you for all your support. You are all amazing. Every single one of you. 
So with that being said, Dan Anand Hans, you want to roll us out? It's okay to be out of this world with your thoughts. Because you are not alone. Boom.